Welcome to the Everyday Mormon Podcast, where your hosts will discuss their daily life experiences, all while being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, let's meet your hosts, Moose, Mike, and Ben. Welcome, everybody, to the Everyday Mormon Podcast, EMP as we call it around here. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I, I apologize, guys. I'm a little bit under the weather, but I'm going to make it uh, make it through this and try to, uh, to make it sound so bad or boring for you. But but that's okay. That's all right. Um, just, well, uh, usually Game God or Ben, whoever you want to call him, interrupts you anyway. So we're, we're not going to have to worry too much about the voice issue. So That's true. Yeah. Well, it, it, listen, I almost did it there. I was trying to beat him to it. So. <laughs> Uh, but there, there are some, uh, there's a, there's a plan of things to talk about tonight. There's, uh, at least four things that we're going to talk about. And then there's <laughs> a, a 21 things that we're going to talk about. So, um, so that's a total of 25. Let's get right into it to the uh, top four. Anyway, we're reading an article, uh, recently and it talked about, um, you know, four things we've been asked not to do in sacrament meeting, um, that you may or may not know. And, uh, I thought that'd be kind of a. Uh, an interesting thing to talk about, really. Um, yeah, I, I agree. And as I read some of these things, you know, it's if you read just the four things, it's great. But of course, um, reading the article, it's a little nicer when it starts getting into it about, hey, you know, you may want to do this, you may, but you probably shouldn't. So, but when I look at it, this is some funny stuff to me. And we could probably all speak to experiences when it comes to it. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the big thing for me is that I, I was like, the four things, I don't even, I, I was like, I was surprised the four things they picked. I was like, <laughs> not really the four things that I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, uh, put your cell phones down. That was going to be yes. one of the things I was thinking of. Uh, but that's not in there. So I'm like, yes, I could still use my cell phone. <laughs> we, that's right. Oh, Instagram. <laughs> here we come. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that would be, that would be uh, unusual for you to do that, Ben. But, uh, but certainly. Yes, that's, right. that's exactly why. <laughs> yes. But certainly. Yes. But certainly. Uh, but what certainly for everybody else, I'm sure. That, uh, so let's just run down some of these things. It's kind of just talking about uh, uh, four things, and they're, they're simple. They're small, and and uh, when you first look at them, using can you, visual... go, can you go backwards? Go backwards because I, I want to leave the first one last. Oh, you do. Okay, all right, all okay. right. Let's that's number two. Then let's go on to number two. Asking the members to turn to a passage in their scriptures. Uh, yeah, I remember when something like this changed a while back, and and I don't know where I learned it from or where I heard it at. But, you know, uh, hey, can you go ahead and turn to, to you know, <laughs> this section? When you hear it, when you're, someone's up there talking, uh, and then you would have people do that. I don't know when it happened, but, yeah, I don't, like, I don't, I've never asked anybody to do that. One, if I reference a scripture, it's always been just, I reference the scripture. Um, so... Yeah, it, it, what's really funny, because this is hilarious when this happens. Um, if you just turn and watch when somebody does this, Everybody reaches for their scriptures. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. so so it happens. So so that's funny you bring it up. So I'm like, I'm trying to remember if anyone has done it, and I've done it. Yeah. And now that I think about it, I, I I've never been in sacrament where someone has referenced it, and so I never thought about saying, well, you shouldn't do it. So you know, like. Yeah. I, I would well, I, I would be the guy that says okay okay wait wait yeah that's what's funny because you know as members we when we 
it almost turns into a lesson. Like, okay, let me follow along, you know? Yeah. And so we flip open. And it's funny because I've done, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, okay, I'm going to see how many people actually do it. And there's, there's quite a few people that actually pull out their scriptures and start trying to get to it. And, okay, and of course. Yeah, I highlighted this one. I, I know this one. I highlighted it. it. And what's, <laughs> what's even worse is when you have those who wait for those, for them to open their scriptures. Right. <laughs> They're like, okay, right. if you want to turn to, you know, such and such. And they start turning. They're like, okay. And they're just standing there. You're like, um, <laughs> really? This is what we're doing? <laughs> so, but it, it's hilarious when it happens, even though it, people kick into just lesson mode and start going through it. But it's uh, it does happen. I haven't seen it happen in a while. But when it, when people ask you to turn to your scriptures while they're up there, and what's because when you watch conference, yeah. it just doesn't happen. No, you know. And so it's like follow the leadership there. It's it's pretty simple, but it's yeah. funny. And of course. As I said, and here it's like, well, you know, you may not want to do that kind of thing. And yeah, yeah of course not. Well, so don't do that. And I thought it was interesting how we, and it says, according to Handbook 2, it says, to maintain an atmosphere of reverent worship in sacrament meetings, when speakers use scriptures as a part of their, their talks, they should not ask the congregation to open their own book to the scriptural reference. And, and it's so poignant to say, you know, that we shouldn't do it in a talk. I'm, you know, that's fine. People sometimes do it automatically, like you said, but, uh, I don't, I've never asked someone to turn to it in a sacrament meeting. Obviously it's different than just the regular, you know, uh, Sunday school or, or priesthood or whatever we've had in the past. Yeah, you and know, top I, of, I, I, no, I would, I would be the guy who didn't know any different and I would be like, <laughs> why is everybody waiting? Let's go. Come on, let's go. Like, I, like I would open it and look, and I would follow it. Like, a, you know, like to your point, Mike, you, you say, you know, you would wait to see how many people I, I'd be one of those people. Cause I didn't, I didn't, I no one's told me any different, but when you think about it, you understand why. It's like you know, you just you just go into autopilot mode. All right, let's yeah. go. Let's go to the next one. Whispering, because this one I see often. I I see this all the time. Oh, yes. Uh, whispering into chi- a child's ear for a testimony at the pulpit. Now I see that almost every uh, first Sunday, <laughs> guarantee. You know. Well. Uh, it, it- to go along with it, what's funny, Moose, is that I saw it every just about every Sunday too when I was there in Florida. Mm. Coming out here, you just you just don't see it. Really, um, it just doesn't happen. So the last time I would say I saw it was there. So it's it's more commonplace. Wow. So is it is it is it a thing where you don't want to? I, I get it. You don't want to tell your testimony through your child, or to tell your child what to say as a testimony. I get that piece, but is it? If the child has shared the testimony with you and you kind of know what they're going to say, should, well, is that? Well, and that's what it says kind of in the handbook. It, you know, it says uh, it, it may be best to have your young children to share their testimonies in settings such as family home evening or in giving talks in primary until they're old enough to do so in fast testimony meeting without assistance from a parent, sibling, or other person. So I, I think that's important because although I love to hear I love to hear children's testimony, I love to hear their own testimony. If they're old enough right. to do it, I guess then then yes, then they then then I want to hear it. So, but it, it does say there it may be best. It yeah. doesn't say not to do it. Well, no, it's, it's saying that it may be best to have them do it in this setting. Uh, so what, what they're what they're implying is that it can happen other places, but the best setting for the child might be in your family home evening or something along that nature. They don't want you to do it. And I can see why it may have started, because you want to help build your, your child's confidence to right. get up in front of people, be able to talk and start the process. But you can build that confidence outside of that, because it can also happen in just one-on-one conversations. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, guaranteed, uh, my oldest son says, he's six years old, and he says every night, uh, who's going to say the prayer? 
And I said, well, would you like to say it? He goes, well, can I say it? I said, yes, you can say it. I mean, every single night. Awesome, I actually have way. to have other people say it. And I'm like, no, 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 let's, let's, give, uh, let's give this person a turn. Let's give that person a turn. Because he wants to say it every night. Which I, So that I'm confident that if he has to say it in school, I mean, excuse me, not in school, in church, <laughs> I wish he had should, He should be saying it in yeah. school. <laughs> uh, if, if he had to say it in church for primary or whatever, that he would nail it anyway. If he doesn't get scared, yeah, and, and mine are the same way. They actually, um, they, they, you know, you got to figure out who said it first. Can I say it? Because it's they, they, they all like, I want to say it, and and it's, that's an awesome feeling, like you said, Moose. And of course, they're a little older, so the confidence is is, is more there. Hey, can, um, hey, can I add something? He never fails, and the reason he wants to say it specifically is so that he can say, so we don't have any bad dreams, and uh, he, that, he puts that in every single night. And uh, he wants to make sure that you, that gets in there because if somebody says it and they don't say that, he's like, um, "They didn't say nothing about bad dreams." Kidding? Can you put that in there for me? That's <laughs> great. That, that, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Uh, all right, next one: uh, taking pictures or videos in the chapel. So I can't believe we got to say this. Yeah, uh, taking f- photographs or making video recordings in the chapel is not permitted. You know, and I think that just goes to the reverence. And uh, and by the way, if something really powerful happened, um, you know, I think that you want that to be, you know, a special moment. Um, you know. Do you well, think, and I, I, do you think I'm sorry, uh, Mark, to cut you off. Do you think that people can resist doing it, not taking it out? Like if something special did happen, do you think they would be able to resist not putting it out there to share to everyone? Oh yeah, well, and, and I'm not Mark, by the way. I am Mike, but uh, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't I don't think that, that that resistance is either way. And and I would think actually I would feel that this is more geared towards in general. It it is for sacrament as well, but I also think that people are more likely to take them outside of a sacrament. But this is specific towards the chapel period, whether it's sacrament uh, you're at church for sacrament or any other activity, you shouldn't be taking pictures uh, in the church in the chapel part at all. Yeah. But yeah, I, I have not seen this happen. Um, I don't know if you guys have, but I have not seen no. somebody take out their phone and take pictures. Well, I have seen it with the youth when they're taking selfies. Um, I've, I've seen selfies hmm. in, in sacrament, uh, particularly with the young ladies where they, they will take a selfie in, in, uh, the chapel. That's weird. I've seen it. That's weird. I, I don't even know why I would even, I wouldn't even put something like that up. I don't know why they would, that would be. Now, I don't know if they share it anywhere yeah but i have seen them whip out a phone and kind of take a little i know you can't visually see it but i've seen them do it Ah, well that's like when when uh, i share with you guys about i met uh i met i saw danny ainge at in in my chapel and he was there i love and i had i would i was like man i would have the perfect picture opportunity right now because he's just standing there perfect but i I waited until he got out of the chapel, and then I just kind of snapped a picture, just for my own personal uh, journal, yeah. not for any other reason. And it wasn't even of him; it was at the back of him. So yeah, yeah, as it yeah. was. <laughs> so yeah, um, you know. And 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 by the way, we have pictures inside chapels and things like that, but they're all approved by the first presidency or or the folks that make those approvals, um, which is kind of cool, you know, because then you right. could go, yeah, this is what we want to, um, you know, show what happens. And uh, I think a lot of them are, are either, you know, uh, staged for the photograph, for pamphlet, for, you know, some kind of video or something like that, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
most food that you eat that you buy on uh, when you go out to eat the, the pictures of the food isn't the food that you eat. So just remember that. It isn't. <laughs> if, uh, if it is, there's a problem. All right, here's the here's the last one, uh, and then we're going to move on to our next topic. But using visual aids in sacrament meeting, um, yeah. So this is this is all interesting. Uh, you know, a visual aid. I can't say that I've ever used one for a sacrament meeting again for a, for a Sunday school or priesthood or something like that. That's yeah, but I've never used one for a sacrament. Have you ever seen anybody do this? So I, it was interesting when I read, you know, using visual aids. Um, does that it? Does it have to be something physical, or can you be talking with your hands, kind of expressing yourself with hand? Is that considered visual aids? Because it kind of is, because you're talking, you know, shaping. No, I, don't I know. think, but I, I, I think when, a I, prop when I read is, it, uh, what they're saying. Prop, props. I, that's and that, and I get to this. Pro- so I haven't seen it, but I also can't disqualify the fact that I wouldn't be surprised if I did see it. So I actually have seen this, and let me share this experience because it was the first time, and I was in complete shock and awe. So it was while I was serving mission. My first area, I go to this. um, It was in Island Park, uh, Idaho, and so during that time of year, it's very crowded, and so they have to meet in different buildings sometimes. But there's probably 500 people there, and I come to the sacrament, and they go through the normal process, do all the different things in the beginning, the opening of it. Uh, we have to take the sacrament, and then they introduce this couple who travel around and do, uh, you know, sacrament meetings, or they do um, youth activities and just different things like that. And as they start off, it just starts off as a talk. They're talking together, first of all. So they're both at the on the stand at the same time. I'm like, okay, well, this is a little different. Oh, okay, all right. And, yeah, and then all of a sudden uh, – they start singing stories and uh, they have wow. um, some music, pl- music playing. Now, this, of is all a, things. this is an LDS church. Cause, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait a minute. I, I felt like we got taken somewhere else here for a second. You know, this, this is an LDS church. They have music playing on some kind of, at that time, probably a tape recorder, believe it or not, maybe a CD player, but uh, probably at that time that's what it was. <laughs> but uh, it's the, as this music is playing, they're sharing their life story in song, in song form. Wow. And, wow. uh, <laughs> This was it was complete shock. I, I looked around and everybody thought, "Oh, this this is, seemed normal, is, I guess." But is that normal for them? Did people think it was normal? I don't know, but it was not normal for me. I felt awkward and uncomfortable, and not because of what they were sharing, but because of what was going on. I'm like, I, I'm not feeling the spirit. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to yeah. to disregard what they're saying in their life story, but I'm just I'm not feeling it because you know I just took the sacrament. I want to feel that that holiness, that quietness. And so, yeah, that, that was an interesting experience for well, me. The one and only time it's ever happened, but I, yeah, I, wow. I, I feel that like that at least, uh, uh, once every, uh, four weeks at, uh, my <laughs> just so you know, um, I just, I, I, it's, it's crazy. That's a, you know, I, I just was wondering what would the conversation be after that? Like with the Bishop of the church and well, I, he had to approve it. Yeah. I was going to say it would have been a talk. It would have been a, uh, in a meeting prior to the, uh, prior to the sacrament. Yeah. So, um, can I just say something? Uh, you you know it's funny because I'm watching you on video, Mike, and you look around, and you you describe looking around. But I I literally do that if someone's talking and they're saying something, and I'm like, is everybody else hearing this? And I look around, look to my left, look to my right. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? Uh, sometimes I feel like that. So that's just a funny feeling. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I've never seen that. So that's interesting that you have. Uh, this is a this is an interesting article. It came up. It was uh, twenty one famous people who have been given a Book of Mormon, 
And you all may have heard some of these people before. Some of them you have not, but I thought it was interesting. And the first one is uh, uh, Elvis Presley. I think that's, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I've heard that story uh, mm-hmm. where, where Elvis got a book. And, you know, I, I, I would be surprised if he was a member, if they said, yeah, yeah, he, he got baptized. That would surprise <laughs> me. Uh, so would a lot of <laughs> other these people, by the way. They're uh, pretty interesting. Um, yeah. Johnny Depp was on the list. That one really caught me off guard. I was that, not expecting that to too. read that. That did too. And what was funny is that um, I thought this was a little weird. He autographed one. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's yeah. funny that you say that because, yeah, because I guess there was a, a, a an elder who was there and, and was able to give him a Book of Mormon, and he autographed one, and uh, he gave him one, and he autographed one for him. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, um, you know, thanks for the book. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> I, I, you know, again, that would surprise me if I heard that. Yeah, he's interested in the church. Although I will tell you that I met Donny Osmond at, at church once, and I didn't have anything for him to sign. I, I had him sign my Book of Mormon. <laughs> that was all I had, <laughs> my scriptures. So I'm like, well, yeah, okay, here it is. So you, the, you want me, you want me to you want me to sign that for you, son? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, this one is an interesting. One Abraham Lincoln. Now there's documentation of this now. Documentation yeah. from the uh, historical records from the uh, uh, Library of Congress, which showed that he checked out a Book of Mormon and had it for eight months. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and what's really cool is that he it was around 1862 that he did that, and he was became president in 1861. A lot of things started happening yes. after, in 1863, the Emancipation uh, Proclamation, if I can say stuff, Gettysburg Address. So I, I my thing is like, well, I, you know, he he read it, had it for that long. This is when he was going through a troubled time in his life with one of his children, but did it have an influence? And there's actually some there's actually a book about it, but nonetheless, yeah. I think it did. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. It says that there's evidence to suggest that not only did the president read the book, but he was influenced and maybe even comforted by its teachings. Right. Mm. And there's also some other stories I've heard against who was running against him for president that may have had some influence. That's another story altogether. It has nothing to do with, uh, but, uh, you know, somebody who was actually against the church at the time. I thought that was, wow. a, yeah, this is this some story behind that. I hope we have to get into that one day. Maybe just talk about it. Uh, all right. Muhammad Ali. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, that is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was handed, uh, a church member handed him a book. And uh, he, I guess he said that hey, if you take my, my pamphlet, um, I'll take your book. And yeah. uh, so he gave him a pamphlet of Islam, and uh, the guy gave him a book of, uh, of um, the Book of Mormon. So that was pretty cool. Somebody got some backstage uh, passes and gave Kelly Clarkson a a, uh, a Book of Mormon. She was kind of uh, saying, you know, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to take. You know, just wanted that extra experience. But mm-hmm. she thought she would share something with her that meant, you know, th- that's meant something in her life. Uh, and so she gave her a Book of Mormon. I thought that was pretty cool. That was a good story. Yeah. Yeah. And her response was she welcomed it. So it was kind of neat because she enjoyed reading reli- uh, books about other religions. So Co- Correct. She and actually it, asked know. her to share some more information about the church. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I'll tell you, this is one of the stories that does not surprise me about her. So I was like, that's that's cool that she did it. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, here's another one that I thought was pretty cool, too. Actually, it was uh, Prince Charles. And, and And who gave it to him, by the way? Alex Boyer, and he's a singer and had the opportunity of giving it to him. And I guess it was all called on film, although that was pretty cool. <laughs> giving the Prince a Book of Mormon on video. 
uh, yeah, was he, on the, he, the media. he felt inspired. Sorry, Moose. Yeah. He actually felt inspired to go back to his room because yeah. he was already there. He was feeling inspired to go back to his room, and then he just keyed on the Book of Mormon and went back. So. Yeah. Yeah, he left the line to shake the prince's hand, came back, went to, went to his room to get something because he felt like he needed to go back to his room. What, a, what an amazing story. That's, that's a story. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love Alex Boyer. He's great. <laughs> all right, Rain Wilson. Now, this is a now, super cool. This, this, oh, this, yeah. this was cool. I think all three of us think that this was probably the coolest one. Yes. <laughs> uh, so Rain Wilson, he's the, the actor uh, Dwight Schrute from The Office. Anyway, he put something on Instagram. I guess he had uh, had uh, sister missionaries come by his, uh, his place. Anyway, he uh, leaned over the fence or came out, talked to him. I uh, said, can I get a picture of you? Put it up on his uh, Instagram. I thought that was mm-hmm. very cool. Absolutely. He actually, uh, from what they were saying, that they were just walking through the neighborhood visiting members. They didn't think they'd get a chance to meet him, even though they knew that he lived there. And he actually, like Moose said, hollered over the fence or the whatever it was to say, hey, you know, and he hopped over and went to talk to them. He yeah. sought them out. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. And that's he's, he, he's been to, uh, he's, I know he's been to Salt Lake at one of the uh, comic cons out there, which was actually mm. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder how his experience kind of shaped up after that. Um, anyway, that, that's that's the big thing for me when I read these things is what's I want to know the after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be really good, cool to know. Hey, so so uh, this is another one that was uh, somebody went to a uh, a football game and uh, they saw uh, Snoop Dogg there. <laughs> he gave him a Book of Mormon. <laughs> Some sister uh, uh, missionaries. Um, what I what I thought was cool was the the line that they they said it was pretty cool afterwards. He did it was like a little rap line, so I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, he said, "Bow wow wow yippee yo yippee The Book of Mormon will go forth in the latter day." Oh, how about that? <laughs> and pretty, truthful. That's pretty cool. <laughs> hey, well, so, hey, you can't beat that. That's a, a no, no kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll, so, so here's some some of these people I did not know. Well, let's go ahead, name them. Um, well, I, only one I do know. How about Ronald Reagan? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I, I, skip over. I, I skipped that one. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. That's pretty cool how you can get other, other leaders in there. And you said you named one Ronald Reagan. Of course, he had some, some key people that worked mm-hmm. for him that were all members of the church, which was pretty cool. Um, Correct. Yeah. Ezra Taft Benson, obviously one of them, um, yep. know, became prophet of the church as well. Mark Twain, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, uh, he just comes across as someone who just wants to read everything. Read. And exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, I remember, uh, and it says it here, but also I remember hearing about this before, that he wasn't too kind about uh, his remarks on meeting uh, the, the prophet um, uh, Brigham Young and the Book of Mormon. But he, he took it nonetheless, and he said he read it. So Well, yeah, he read it, and he read it so thoroughly to, as to write an almost 3,500-word review of the book. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, like it's some, uh, like it's something you can review. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, Sir Winston Churchill, which is uh, again that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I would be because he's, I mean, just a scholar, right? I mean, this guy had tons and tons of uh, uh, influence in the uh, in the Eastern Hemisphere, so and uh, particularly in, in Europe. Um, also, sure. but also I, in the U.S. I mean, be unbelievable. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. I thought it, that was it, cool. it wouldn't surprise me if if he would have gotten baptized either. So, yeah, I know, I know, I know one more person famous. Uh, I should say two more famous people who who have the Book of Mormon. Okay, all right, go ahead, lay it on me. And uh, that's, that's Moose and uh, Mike. That's right. You're actually <laughs> that is right. correct. And by the way, there's some good stories, some after stories after that. Uh, anyway, some of those you may have known, you may not have known. Do you know anybody who's been given the Book of Mormon? And we just don't know about it. You know, you can tell us your story. As well, you can oh, always, please tell us your story. Yeah, you can always email us at podcast 
at everydaymormonpodcast.com. And that wraps up another episode. So, uh, guys, any last words? Hey, make sure you give a book out to anybody you see. Don't even have to be famous. Well, and you, sometimes you may not even know if they are famous. That's true. Yeah, you, you sometimes you walk right past them. All right, guys, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for listening for another episode. And uh, we hope to catch you next week. And uh, I hope to sound a little better. And maybe, uh, maybe these guys will sound better, too. All right. We'll talk <laughs> to you soon. You have been listening to Everyday Moment Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Email us, podcast at everydaymomentpodcast.com.